And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's my privilege to be joining you today. Well, 2022 is gone. We're into 2023. I must say that 2022 was bittersweet for me. Financially, it was the best year of my life, thanks to Lifestyles Unlimited, thanks to real estate investing, thanks to cash-flowing assets. I will also say this, it was some unexpected, there were some unexpected capital gains, let's say some of our apartment communities were sold. Of those that were sold, quite a few were on plan, right? On plan. We're going to sell it in year three, sell it in year four, sell it in year five, whatever that timeline is. However, a few others were sold in anticipation of the economic circumstances we're experiencing right now. So these were sold last year, knowing the situation we would be in this year. And I, I expect that situation to continue for another 12 to 18 months. And, and there's a good side to that. There's not a bad side. But let's just say, if you're a real estate investor, and you are trying to create a cash flow snowball of a certain size, and I will talk about setting goals to do that, and a cash flow snowball that pushes out a certain amount of income on an annual basis, and a big chunk of your snowball just got sold, well, there's some additional issues that need to be resolved. More on that later. Stay with me. I'm not complaining. I got paid, okay? I just got paid a little earlier than, inspect, than expected. So, like I said, it creates some additional work on, on my end, first world problems, and, and I'm going to share some of that later on. But back to 2022. Financially, 2022 was tremendous. Personally, 2022 was bittersweet. On one side, I saw my oldest daughter graduate from Texas Tech, Dean's List. She did very well. She got the dream job she was pursuing. And for me, my baby girl is, frankly, just growing up way too fast. I'd like to slow everything down if I could, and I know we can't. On the other side, uh, late July, we lost my mom rather suddenly. And I'm not going to say that a sudden death is worse than, let's say, a long extended illness and, and we expect an end at some point. They're, they're both tragic. They both hurt equally, especially losing a loved one, losing somebody close to you. So 2022 was, it was beautiful. It was fulfilling and extremely sad for our family all at the same time. So enough with the downer. Let's talk about the good for the remainder of the show. And I want to ask you a question. What gives one the ability to reflect back on a year and celebrate the wins, right? That's what we live for. We live for the wins. We live for the celebration of the win. And for me, it's, it's so simple. It's literally a goals list. Quite frankly, just a goals list. And yes, today I'm going to talk about goals. It's going to be a personal discussion 
on goals. I'm going to keep it fun. I'm going to keep it relevant. Uh, but goals, and I'll share some of mine. I'll share just how we create our goals, just how we manage our goals, and how we measure our goals. And notice I said our. I'm married. Yes. Create, manage, measure. All of those are equally important in that goal process. But my my success is my wife's success and vice versa. It's definitely a, a team effort. This is not going to be a how-to. Don't, don't turn the channel yet. This is not a how-to set a goal. Uh, I'm not going to talk anything about the, the mechanics of goal setting if, if you want that. And a lot of people love that. Andy Webb does a great show on the mechanics of goal setting. And you can go to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on radio button, scroll all the way down, search bar bottom right, type in goals, and you'll find that show. But Andy at that show talks about setting what they call SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. And he'll teach you how to do that. What I'm going to talk about today really is just how I set my goals, how our family sets our goals, uh, and how we manage and measure those goals. Okay. Um, my wife and I have been keeping our family goals for well over a decade, for quite some time. And, and I want to say this, if you don't write a goal down, it's simply, it's simply a thought. You write them down at the end of the year, and we don't do resolutions, by the way, but you write it down at the end of the year that you're closing out after you reflect on the goal sheet for the previous year. You follow me? In our household, we have a goals folder. It's literally a red folder and it says goals, right? That's how simple, black Sharpie goals. And it sits in our kitchen. Our kitchen really is command central for our family. It's a big open area on one side. It opens to our living room where our TV and sitting area is. On the other side, it opens to a dining area on the back side, it comes around and there's a desk kind of there in the back corner and homework station, computer, that sort of thing. Uh, and that's the business side of the house, right? That's where you have the drawer that has everything. That's where the phone charger goes. That's where the car keys goes. That's where the purse is. Everybody has that spot in their home and it's an important spot. For us, that's where the goals folder is and it's prominent. So we write our goals and I do a one page for 2023. It says 2023 at the top, sit down with my wife and we have some that carry over from 2022. We have some that we repeat each and every year. We put that on and it's simple and we just list them all out. Now I take that page for 2023 and I clip it to the stack of all the other years. They're clipped to the back, why? Because I may want to go back and look at 2020, uh, 2014 and say, hey, how many goals did we write? How many did we hit? Um, how many of those are relevant today? And sometimes it's just fun to have a little chuckle and go, wow, um, we didn't realize that we could do so much better than that. It, but it's kind of neat to see where you are. Now, we do measure our goals and I put a score on them. So I score it, right? Good, bad, ugly, essentially. Um, I don't do it like that, but we do score it and we do rate it. Uh, I'll give you an example. 2011, we wrote down 20 goals. I hit nine out of the 20. Uh, 2022, uh, we wrote down 51 goals and we hit 18 out of 51. And you may be saying, my gosh, Harrison, you didn't even try. Uh, that is not true. If you saw my goal list 
you would understand some of these um, some of these are, are pretty high up there. Um, and if we don't hit it, sometimes we get very close to it. But close doesn't count, right? Close only works uh, with hand grenades, I guess. Um, so some of the goals that you may have in progress, yeah, close works in horseshoes and hand grenades. I was trying to, to think of that, but it doesn't count as, as a win. You either, you either do it or you don't. Did we do this? Yes, no, check, um, and then move on to the next one. And the interesting thing for us is to see how that goal count has increased over the years. Um, th just of note, uh, I think when you get into it, you're going to get um, inspired uh, and you'll probably get a little more aggressive. And you're like, nah, we can do this. Um, but goals are, are personal. Uh, we look to achieve 50% um, of the goals. Uh, you may want to be harder on yourself. Um, but like I said, some of the goals we set in this household are fairly ambitious. The important thing I want you to take away from this okay uh, they're personal so how you do it doesn't matter just do it maybe you want to do it on a computer like i said i do it the old-fashioned way piece of paper in a folder okay however you do it that's fine I'm, I'm not talking about that i'm talking about set the goals review your goals okay so in our house um, my wife and i actually have a goals meeting once a month and we, it might be cocktails out on the patio and we pull the goal sheet out and talk about where we are what's our progress are we working to make this happen is this goal relevant anymore um a lot of times it, it might be going out to dinner and reviewing them but it's just it's it, it accomplishes two things right uh, one it gives us time alone uh time we can share and reflect and two uh, we're mixing in a goal discussion so kill two birds with one stone right there now, another thing we do is we put our goals into categories, and you might want to do the same. So, yes, I have a real estate investing category. I have a financial category. I obviously have a lifestyle category. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. That's not just a saying. That's why we're doing all this, okay? So within that lifestyles category, I got family. I got vacation. I have relationship goals in there. Um, there are sporting events that our family likes to go to, and those are not cheap, okay? We want to go see uh, a college football game. There's some planning. There's some hotels. There's some travel in that. If I want to go on a fishing trip with my son and some of his friends um, or my stepbrother or what have you, my in-laws, if I want to go hunting, we put that down. Those things need to be planned. Yes, there's a health goal in there there's several health goals and then i have a whole section that's home improvement and i'll tell you right now and there's shows on this you can debate me later your home is not an investment friends it's not an investment i have three air conditioners one of the things i need to start doing is replacing those one at a time not that they're bad they're old i want to replace them on my terms not in July when it's 175 degrees in Dallas Fort Worth and the AC guy is as busy as he's ever been and he can't get to me for five days so yeah that takes planning um, exterior paint for the house water heaters maybe you want to remodel a room we try to remodel uh, one room each year sometimes we hit that sometimes we don't carpet the reason we list these out can, can I pay for some of these right now absolutely I can pull money out of my investment fund that I'm accruing to go put into another real estate investment 
and I can pay for all of these things. That doesn't make sense. These are items that are expensive, they need to be budgeted, and they need to be planned. Replace AC. When are you going to do that? April of 2023, okay? And we're accruing funds for two or three months to make that happen. You want to replace them on your terms, not on their terms. What is not a goal? Friends, a day-to-day activity is not a goal. And we're up against a break. I'm going to come back and I'm going to explain that in further detail. My name is Mike Harrison. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Lifestyles Unlimited members share their stories and strategies for success at case study events. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still just like... We need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers, and he got downsized from his corporate job. But they didn't buy just one house, right? No, they did not. You rehabbing house number nine. Right now. Nine. Wow. So every month, the cash flow is $3,200. Okay, the equity of all the houses is up to 280,000. Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in person and online dates at lukstudy.com. Once again, that's lukstudy.com. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. If you'd like to reach out to me via email, my email address is askmike at luinc.com askmike at luinc.com please reach out i'm here to help i'm happy to help and i respond personally to each and every email i get so we're having a goal discussion it's that time of year i have three that are specific to real estate investing i'm going to share in the toward the end of the show so you may want to stick with me but before we get into that i, I want to talk about what's not a goal okay day-to-day activities for the most part, okay, there may be exceptions, and I know some of you may email me, but raking the leaves is not a goal, okay? That's not a goal. Now, let's say you got a, a giant 100-year-old oak in your backyard, uh, maybe older than that, and it's starting to uh, eat up the foundation, maybe on a rental property, maybe on your house. Uh, it just drops a massive amount of leaves so your grass doesn't grow. And having the tree removed is going to be to the, the benefit of the property, whether your property or, or whether your rental property. And I'm talking about a massive tree. Sometimes you get into some of these things, and there are a few thousand or several thousand dollars to get removed. Um, you know, trying to do it yourself is, uh, you know, trying to... Uh, maybe tiptoe through a, a freeway during rush hour. It's just a dangerous endeavor. You need to call a pro. Removing that tree should probably be a goal, right? If you need to budget it and it's going to be a big expense, you want to time it properly, 
Uh, like I said, if it's a rental property, you, you need to, you know, hey, the resident, we're going to need to gain access to the backyard. We're going to be here for a, a day or two, you know, talk to the, the tree expert. That's probably a goal. I mentioned replacing the water heaters in my house earlier in the show. I have two of them. Um, are they working fine now? Yes, they work great. The problem is they're getting to that age where it's not if, it's when. And I want to replace them on my terms, okay, my terms. I don't want to come home to water running down my stairs, and I have a bigger issue. So for me, replacing those water heaters is a budgetable and measurable goal. There's a certain time frame. I want to do it. Um, can I fund it on my terms? Uh, or excuse me, can I fund it right now? Yeah, I, I could do it. Um, I'm not going to dig into my emergency fund. I'm not going to dig into my next investment fund. I do have those two funds, and I, I feed those to a certain level. You know, emergency emergency funds are for just that. Let's say I come home tomorrow, and the hot water heater is out. Whether there's damage to the house or not, it's out. And that's an emergency. They need to be replaced immediately. I'm not going to count that as a goal because it didn't happen the way it didn't happen according to my plan and my budget. It would eat funds that I didn't want to eat at that time. I'm picky. Maybe that's a goal for you. Like I said, these are personal. Um, I don't consider a right or wrong way, but I, I do consider day-to-day -day necessary life items um, typically not a goal. Another not a goal is read more. That's too generic. Again, you can make that a goal for you, but why not put down read 10 books and list the 10 books you want to read and then take it one step further and list uh, three books a quarter that you want to read. And that's 12 books. So maybe you get 12, maybe you get eight. Uh, but I think that's a little better than just I'd like to read more. I, I don't consider that a specific goal. Um, let's look at real estate goals. Let's say you have a goal, and this is a great goal. This was one of my goals at one time, uh, buy another rental property. And then what is that going to take? Um, for me, once I was educated and already owning and managing properties, once I had several, uh, it was finances. It was accruing enough money to have that next down payment for the net or next rental property. So... If buy one rent home is your goal, maybe really more specific might be um, accrue $40,000 so that I can invest the next rent home. So you, you kind of see what you have to do. Um, I've been there. Uh, at one time, my goal was to buy toward the, toward the end there five in one year. Um, and that was great, but we had to work up to that point okay so and, and these were written down if i don't write them down then it's just a wandering thought right buy i'd love to buy another rent home write it down write down what it's going to take uh, keep it in front of you did you do something at the end of by the end of january um are you on progress to buy that one rental property have you set money aside do you have maybe that separate, I, I do a lot of online banking, so I can easily just pull up and, and open a, uh, a savings account literally within about 10 minutes, and I can start pushing funds into there on a monthly basis. And once it hits a number that potentially gives me the ability to shop for another property, uh, it's real easy to just see it's right there on the screen. Now, in our household, some of our goals that we set that are specific each and every year, here's a big one, zero consumer debt, except for my mortgage, okay? 
And many of you may be saying, you know, you're a little more financially advanced than some other folks. And you're probably thinking in your mind, listen to me right now. Well, Harrison, that's silly. Zero consumer debt is just smart. That's not a goal. Well, it's so important and everybody should strive for zero consumer debt. Um, just my opinion, maybe some 0% interest or sub 1% interest is good for you. But I think zero consumer debt is just smart. Therefore, we write it down. And if we write it down, we live it. Um, like I said, my wife and I, uh, we have time each month, just a couple hours, but it's our time um, really to visit, uh, have a few cocktails, or maybe go out to eat, uh, and then look our goals over. Are they still relevant? Is this something we still want to do? Can we do this? Can we do it next week? Let, let's do that Saturday. Let's knock it off Saturday. Okay, let's do it. There's been a lot of discussion like that. So it's important. Put them in a spot where you can review them. Uh, don't bury them. Don't hide them. Share them. Uh, and then check that sucker off when you accomplishment. Celebrate the win. Cel that's the fun part of it, right? You know, you're going to grind it out and you're going to do something. Celebrate it and then grade yourself at the end of the year. Carry it over and do it again. Now, I'd mentioned specific real estate investing goals. I have three. Here they are. One, I have a goal to invest a certain amount for the year. Now, this isn't my total. Okay, we'll get to that. But I may say, in 2023, I want to put X, fill in the blank with whatever that number is, into cash flowing real estate, all right? Everyone's going to have a different number, all right? And and be, uh, be it's okay, be audacious. Um, don't pick a number that you can't achieve, but pick a number that uh, if you work hard at it, you can achieve it, all right? Don't be unrealistic here. So I have that goal, right? You either hit it yes or no. Um, 2022, uh, we doubled what I had down. That's what an incredible year 2022 was. Now, there are some reasons for that. You may want to go back to that first segment. Um, we did have some apartment communities uh, sell maybe ahead of plan, um, and we got paid. Now, my second goal is the amount of annual cash flow I look to achieve, all right? How much cash flow do I expect my total invested to pay me, right? Total invested times a percentage. Maybe that number's, and, and I'm just looking at cash flow. I'm not looking at refinances. Uh, I'm not looking at capital gains. What is that cash flow that I look to achieve? And it's as a percentage of that total investing. Um, I did not achieve that goal this year. Okay. I had a number written down and we didn't hit it. Why? Because the apartment communities that sold ahead of time were cash flowing communities. Uh, the ones that were on plan on track to sell were cash flowing communities. And there, there's, there's a, uh, it's all good. Okay. Let me just say it's all good. You know, here's $150,000 uh, from your $75,000 investment. I'm just pulling these numbers out of midair and it was paying you, let's say $7,500 a, uh, a year in cash flow, right? A 10% cash on cash return. First world problems. What do I not have? What I don't have is the $7,500 per year cash flow. 
that went away. Did they give me $150,000? Yes. Okay. Now, that's that's great. It's awesome. You're you're now $75,000 wealthier than you were before, right? You had your initial 75 and it paid you 100% return over a certain amount of time. Now you have 150. Your net your net worth grew. That's a good thing. But now what we have to do Right, my cash flow decreased in 2022. Um, it didn't decrease. It didn't hit the amount that I wanted, if that makes sense. Right, that I had set as my goal. I wanted to grow at a certain percentage, and because some of these early sales, um, we were just below that, um, and so I have that lost cash flow. I need to take that money that I received from the sale of the home, and I need to redeploy that into the cash flow snowball. So uh, instead of I had a cash flow snowball worth X, it sold, it's less, $75,000 less. Now I put 150 back in it. I netted, I'm, I'm a positive 75,000. So the cash flow snowball grew at 75,000. But what else is, what else happens? And, and this is just passive investing, okay? You can do this with houses, you can do it with apartment communities, but this is just the amount that I specifically like to have in, in apartment communities invested. So my total invested, which is goal number three, total invested in all real estate, that includes houses, uh, apartments, that includes passive investing, everything that I have invested in cash flow, uh, in cash flowing real estate assets uh, is a goal for me. So that portion grew, right? Uh, I got 150 back. I deployed that. I'm, I'm plus 75. But my cash flow, it, it's going to take a while to get started, okay? These investments don't cash flow immediately. When you buy a beat-up, run-down apartment community that has great potential, it's got great legs, and you, you have a lead investor, and they implement a business plan, and they start to follow that plan, it's going to take some time to turn that community profitable. They may need to uh, redo the units. They may need to um, replace some residents, let's just say. Sometimes, you know, best product, best price means a great resident in there. People want to live in a nice place. If it's uh, run down and there's a lot of crime, then it's not necessarily a nice place to live. A lot of people probably weren't paying their rent on time or paying their rent at all. So it may take a year. It may take two years for that to change. So because of that, I had a lot of cash flowing real estate sell in 2022, created an incredible return, incredible capital gains. Like I said, no complaints, but I need to redeploy that money to build my cash flow back up, right? I need to build that cash flow back up. Let's go back to that that first goal I had. So my three goals, goal amount um, of dollars invested for the year. Uh, number two is amount of annual cash flow I look to achieve for the year as a percentage and as a number. Um, and then number three is dollar invested in real estate. And that's an all-in number, okay? It's different than number one. It's an all-in number. I want that to grow. Uh, going back to that goal invested for the year. Let's say you have a goal to invest $200,000 in 2023. You spend $100,000 and you buy three houses and you invest $50,000 each in two passive communities. Then your goal is achieved. You have hit that first goal. When I first started, now I, I know that sounds 
pretty lofty to many of you. When I first started, my goals were very different. I would have a goal like buy four more rent homes in 2023. Actually, you know, it's back then, but if you're writing them today, buy four more rent homes in 2023 or invest in six passive deals, stuff like that. So back when I first started, I didn't necessarily have a, a number deployed. Like I said, deploy $200,000. I more had a number of units that I wanted to grow or a number of passive deals I wanted to do. Once I hit a certain amount, then I pivoted that goal instead of, you know, number of additional units, number of additional rent homes, number of additional passive deals. Uh, I changed it to amount working for me. I can remember back when I used to say, boy, I'd like to get to 10 passive apartment communities. And I did. We worked toward it and we got to 10 passive investments. And then you do that and you're at 15. Well, what I'm saying is it's not a count anymore. It's more about what's the cash flow coming in? How big is that total invested? And how much can we grow that? But at the end of the day, you need to take that goal, you need to write it down, and that's going to enable you to do something today your future self will thank you for. I want to thank you for joining me, and I want you to remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.